0: And you're on right now with Jim Dawes, a daily journal of news, politics, and culture from an American nationalist perspective. So we're in a hell of a place, listeners. Our... Leaders in Washington, D.C. have gone entirely off the rails, led by the cultural Marxist Democrats, and they're literally imperiling the future of the nation. And at least so far as the Democrats go, they seem to be doing it purposely. They keep telling you they want to fundamentally transform the nation. And as subversive as that sounds, you, you think, well, maybe they must be talking about something good. Well, they're not talking about something good, at least not from the point of view of the traditional American nation. What they want to do in this transformation is move away from free enterprise capitalism, from individual sovereignty, from freedom from state interference in everything, every aspect of your life, from your way you make a living to the way you provide for your family, raise your children, to your health care. They want to move toward a leftist, uh, socialist regime, despite all the evidence in history that those, uh, those type of schemes always end up in <clears throat> totalitarian governments. And failed economies. They have example after example to look to. And they just refuse to pay any attention to it. Because they've been captured by the socialist cultural Marxist school. The Frankfurt School. That left Germany uh, after World War II. And set up house at Columbia University in New York City. And spread their... Marxist program throughout academia in our country have captured the, uh, the seats uh, professorships and, and uh, identity politics departments in universities throughout this nation. And to the, to the point now where they know uh, that the traditional American nation opposes their agenda so what they've decided to do it's changed the nation, changed the demographics of the nation uh, and import a new class of citizens and voters that'll be more amenable to their, their Marxist agenda. And that's what you see happening down on the border. If it makes you scratch your head why the Democrats are so adamantly opposed to securing the border to the point where they won't even allow us to put up a fence to keep the waves of of, uh, migrants out that have learned that the Democrats and their left-wing judges have instituted programs not only to allow but to encourage them to illegally immigrate to the United States. The reason they're doing that is because you're an impediment, you the traditional American voter, the traditional American citizen, are an impediment to their socialist designs. And what that is, it's probably occurring to you right now, is that pure evil. They're actively attempting to subvert the nation that they're supposed to represent. Of course, you know, if you look at a a map of where Democrats and Republicans are elected from, you'll see that uh, the Democrats hold a very small portion of the country, uh, uh, concentrated on the coasts and in the big cities. But those uh, those cities have huge populations, uh, a lot of uh, immigrants that they're trying to appeal to, and uh, and a bunch of hipster leftist doofuses that are more than happy to. By hook, line, and sinker, the uh, Marxist claptrap that was taught to them in the universities—they're not very thoughtful people. They've, um, you know, they've—they've they've not lived independently. They went from their mommy and daddy's house right to the university where they were indoctrinated with this leftist dogma, and then they were—they went right to the big cities, you know, where. Uh, You've got Democrat mayors feeding them uh, a a loop of this leftist claptrap. But the Democrats have realized that there's still a, a traditional middle American majority in this country that is opposed to their agenda. And so what they're trying to do is replace that majority with a new majority made up largely of, uh, you know, indoctrinated millennials along with, uh, you know, the victimhood identity culture. And they need just one more ingredient to make that a majority. And that's what they're doing down on the border by importing huge, huge numbers of immigrants from the third world socialist countries who have no experience, history, or culture of uh, self-sufficiency or free enterprise. They think that the government is there to provide for them. Now, Donald Trump and his America First agenda is absolutely right. When the president uh, tells you what's going on, he is dead on. When he tries to implement his America First agenda on almost every point, he is correct. He means well. but I think we have to admit after two years of Donald Trump being in office, he is not a very effective politician. I don't know if he uh, just does it can't hold his attention um, or if he doesn't understand it and is not interested in learning it but he's not surrounded himself with people that are uh, sufficiently committed to the America first agenda to implement it. And the president uh, appears totally ineffective. And if you want to see a prime example of that, it's this uh, um, so-called omnibus bill, the bill passed by the the conference committee of the house and the Senate <clears throat> to keep the uh, to fund the government and keep it from shutting down again. It was an absolute catastrophe of a bill. He got less money uh, for his border fencing than he would have from the original um, budget bill that he shut down the government for about 30 days <coughs> Excuse me, refusing to sign excuse me But in addition to that, the Democrats added a smorgasbord of poison pills to that, uh, to that bill <clears throat> that just made it an absolute, unmitigated disaster. The swamp produced this bill is to purposely make border enforcement next to impossible and accelerate America's slide into third world socialism. That this president, the outsider that we elected in a desperate attempt to salvage this republic, signed that piece of excrement is a disaster from which this nation may never recover. I hate to be the one to break that news to you, but uh, everybody's... Sort of turning a blind eye to it because the the reality of how ugly this bill is is too hard to take. Disillusionment doesn't even begin to describe what America First Trump loyalists are experiencing when they learn the scope of this humiliating defeat. We're going to consider a few of the vetoes, uh, the bills, veto-worthy poison pills, when we come back from this break. I'm gonna take you out with some music. This is uh, Midnight North with a a song they call "This Is Jazz Space." So we're talking about this so-called omnibus bill that the president signed in order to keep the government from closing down again. It's worse than the original bill for which he did. Much, much worse than the original bill for which he did close down the government. And we're going to consider, uh, just let you know, some of the disastrous, catastrophic, really, Provisions of this bill, Section 224 of the bill states, "None of the funds provided by this act or any other act, in other words, they they not only reached outside of this bill, but they uh, they countermanded any any uh, provisions in any other bill may be used by the secretary to place in detention, remove, or refer, refer for a decision whether to initiate removal proceedings." Or initiate removal proceedings against a sponsor, potential sponsor, or member of a household of a sponsor, or potential sponsor of an unaccompanied child. <laughs> now that's, uh, that's Washington speak for if anybody claims that they will sponsor or might sponsor one of these uh, unaccompanied children that show up at the border or if you're in a household of somebody who claims they will sponsor or might sponsor an unaccompanied minor that shows up at the border, then they cannot be removed. Now, just consider the consequences of that. Literally millions of illegal alien adults, all they have to do is point to some minor um, that's uh, arrived at the the border, or someone just claiming to be a minor because they have no papers. You can't tell what their age are. All they have to do is claim to be under 18 years of age. And those people may not be removed. You're talking about a de facto amnesty for literally millions upon millions of illegal alien adults in this country already. Also buried deep in this bill is a provision that allows uh, more than doubling of low-skilled, non-agricultural, so-called H-2B visas. The exact language from the bill is, the Secretary of Homeland Security may increase the total number of aliens who may receive a visa by not more than the highest number of H-2B visa non-immigrants who participated in H-2B returning worker program in any physical year for which returning workers were exempted from such a limitation. So, what this does is, uh, is this is a sop uh, to the Chamber of Commerce lobbyists. It was inserted right, actually, actually it was inserted, inserted after the bill was brought to the floor of the Senate. That's how powerful the uh, the Chamber of Commerce lobby is. If you tried to do something like that for something that benefited the nation, it would never get in there, but... Um, these silk stocking lawyer lobbyists that throw billions of dollars around in campaign contributions can waltz in there and just basically write something into a bill. But this provision, currently the the H-2B visas are capped at 65,000 workers. H-2B visas uh, provides for non-skilled, non-agricultural um, uh, work permits for people to come in and work in hotels and service industries and restaurants and such. That's That number is currently capped at 65,000. But since there was an exemption in 2007 for 69,000 returning worker visas, then that 69,000 will be added to the 65,000 existing H-2B visas, and there will be a new H-2B visa uh, pool of 134,000 Workers available to um, to satiate the chamber of commerce's unquenchable thirst for ever expanding flows of cheap labor. So, entry level American workers and um, don't believe for a second there aren't a lot of people still sitting on the sidelines in this economy, unable to find jobs. Uh, their their opportunities will be diminished. Their wages will be lowered. And this is exactly what the provision was designed to do. And history has proven that many, if not most, of these H-2B visa holders will never, in fact, return home. Instead, they'll join uh, the 20 million-plus number of illegal aliens already in this country Agitating for amnesty, having birthright anchor babies, and in growing numbers, voting illegally. David Ray, he's the, uh, he's the communications director for the American Federation of Immigration Reform. He said the unbelievable amnesty provisions combined with increased, low-skilled guest workers has turned this bill into its own version of a little shop of horrors. The president certainly paid dearly for every cent he was able to to obtain for a very small down payment of the wall. Well, you got that right. He only got 101.37 billion dollars for the wall, less than the 1.6 he got in the original budget, and he gave away this, uh, these, um, these disastrous provisions that I'm reading out to you now. Another provision of the bill, well, you know, I should say not only does the bill provide less funding than the original bill, dropping it from $1.6 to $1.37 billion, but this, uh, this new omnibus bill actually limits where the president can spend the money for construction of physical barriers. To the Rio Grande Valley in Texas. In other words, this 55 miles that this bill funds can only be spent on three counties in Texas. Well, guess what? The bill also provides that uh, the cities and counties in the Rio Grande Valley have a veto over the design, placement, and construction of the wall. Now, who are these politicians? And these three counties, well, they're heavily Democratic, they're ethnically Mexican, and they want open borders. So the bill says, prior to the use of any funds made available by this act for the construction of physical barriers, the Department of Homeland Security shall, and that's a very powerful word in the law, shall confer and seek to reach mutual agreement regarding the design and alignment of physical barriers. Another thing we've seen in those three counties, counties—Star, Hidalgo, and Cameron counties, are numerous elected um, and law enforcement officials that have been sent to prison for taking bribes from the Mexican drug cartels. So far from facilitating any physical barriers, this provision actually cedes control over those three counties, the counties that the Democrats limited in this bill, where the 55 miles of border wall could be built, to Democrats, international drug smugglers, and human traffickers. But while our masters in D.C. struggled mightily to authorize this let this pittance this less than one point four billion dollars to protect America's borders, they had no trouble at all finding almost three billion dollars, twice as much, over twice as much, for the resettlement of so called refugees. And we know these refugees are economic migrants that have learned to gain the system and are being facilitated by um by these Left-wing nonprofits that are making huge money off of resettling these refugees, in the places like Minnesota that have brought us these uh, these wonderful new Congresswomen, uh, Talib and Omar, that in fact hate this country. That's the only thing listening to them that you can conclude. So we now have subversive elements in the United States Congress that were imported. Through these refugee programs, Omar, in fact, um, married her biological brother in order to facilitate his uh, immigration into the country. The bill says, for necessary expenses not otherwise provided for, to enable the Secretary of State to carry out provisions of the Migration and Refugee Assistance Act of 1962... They shall be able to spend three billion nine hundred or nine hundred and thirty eight million dollars. The funding that the bill did not contain was any additional funding for ICE and border patrol. Trump had requested two thousand additional ICE and border patrol agents and got not one red cent. This was without a doubt intended to ensure that these agencies are totally and completely unable to cope with the onslaught of foreign nationals that will show up at the border because of the provisions the rest of the bill provides. Already down in uh, El Salvador, people, uh, human smugglers, have read this bill, realized the implications of it, and they are... Uh, putting together huge caravans to uh, to move into this country. About a quarter of all Salvadorans now live in the United States, and they're uh, they're packing up, um, ready to leave that narco state. Many of them will uh, will set up uh, the, their own uh, drug trafficking and human trafficking operations in this country. I could go on and on with these anti-American sovereignty to provisions of this bill hidden inside the bill. Trump apparently didn't bother to read it. All he had to do was veto it and say, send me another continuing resolution. We'll go back to square one. I can tell you those ICE and Border Patrol officers that are overwhelmed already When the provisions of this new bill hit, they are likely, many of them, to buckle under the uh, pressure of this and move on to less stressful employment. But you remember that rambling speech that the president gave in the Rose Garden when he signed this bill. He bemoaned that Congress had failed to fund the border wall during his first two years in office. He implied that it was Paul Ryan's fault. Well, no kidding. Anybody could have told you that Paul Ryan was going to do everything in his power to deliver for the Chamber of Commerce and block any immigration enforcement. But he, uh, he declared this national emergency, says he intends to access funds about $8 billion to build the wall. By the time he gets through the courts and all of the harassment lawsuits that the Democrats will file, have already filed, in, uh, in the Ninth Circuit in San Francisco it may be too late you know it's, it's sometimes hard to uh, maintain optimism but we have to uh, to have to keep fighting we have to pray that this president has learned enough, uh, enough from this disastrous episode to uh, to implement his emergency order and fight back the uh, the relentless legal battles uh, that the democrats are going to put up but i got to tell you given uh, the record that the president has put uh, together during his first two years in office i would say that optimism is really hard to justify well that's about all if you like this program please like comment and share And if you're watching on YouTube, be sure to smack that subscribe button. And I will be back again tomorrow for another edition of America First Radio. We're going to take you back out with the Chasms and their song uh, Observer. Check out schwanns.com backslash yum for details. Whether you have your own bathroom or you share one with your family, a little extra help keeping the bathroom sink, counter, and mirror clean goes a long way. And Viva paper towels are for the long haul. They're two times more durable when wet compared to the leading value brand. And they clean like cloth, helping you keep the surfaces in your bathroom dry and fingerprint and toothpaste-free. For an exceptional bathroom clean, there's Viva paper towels, Visit vivatels.com to learn more.